0: Warmer weather it kind of reminds us that that time of the year for severe weather is coming up. And with us this morning to talk about that and uh, your safety uh, during severe weather is Cody Sharvit from Sedgwick County Emergency Management. Good morning, Cody. Oh,
1: good morning, Stephen Ted.
0: Yeah, how many years have you doing, been doing this program? It's it's a it's a public education program.
1: How many years? It have you is. Done? Yeah, this will be my sixteenth year that I've I've been doing these programs throughout the county. Wow. Time flies, doesn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. I, I can't believe it's been that long. We've got uh,
0: You've got the first one is tonight in Valley Center, correct?
1: That's right. The uh, Valley Center Community Center uh, there at the library on East Clay will start at 630. It will run roughly two hours. I haven't given one yet this year, so I don't have the timing down exactly. But generally speaking, they last about two hours.
0: And how many total will there be? I'm just trying to count here. Looks like at least a dozen to 15, something like
1: that. I think I've got 14 classes that are open to the public. I've got a private class for uh, folks down at S- uh, Spirit as well. Okay. So when people,
0: if people want to come out, open to the public, free of charge, right, Cody?
1: Absolutely. Free of charge, open to the public, no registration required. Just show up ready to learn and, and uh, listen to what you can do to increase your weather IQ.
0: Does the presentation change any from year to year, or is it pretty much information that we're just reinforcing?
1: I think more the latter. I mean, not a lot changes when it comes to severe weather. Uh, we, You know, a, a wall cloud, still a wall cloud, a shelf cloud, still a shelf cloud, that type of thing. So uh, a lot of the problem, the reason people have to take this over and over again, like our storm spotters, it's the kind of required training for them each year. Just a, a refresher, because right. if you don't, you, go, you learn this in the classroom setting, and then you have a really quiet spring and you don't get to use it in uh, out in the, the real world, you kind of forget some of these things. So. Uh like I say, it's just a good refresher, even if you've been through it before.
0: There are folks out there, uh, we consider it part of our job to go out and out and, in and cover severe weather. And, and I know you've got trained spotters and, and the weather service does, but there are also folks who like to go out and, and gawk and, and clog up the roadways too. Uh, yeah. But, go ahead. I go ahead. Was-
1: Well, yeah, you're right on that, and we we want to encourage the public to be responsible on these things. So we don't call it a storm spotter class. We call it a severe weather safety program, even though we touch on things that spotters need to know. And one of the things that we stress to the public is that you you don't have to be a trained storm spotter to be part of the reporting process. We'll give them a way in this class. We'll show them how they can contact the weather service directly and give what it takes to make and put together a good report.
0: You know, when covering weather, I know you have over the years many times, the, the scariest part is if you're out there when it's dark at night. You just can't see until maybe some lightning will pop and show you something on, on the horizon.
1: It, it's the most dangerous part of it. In fact, we we discourage our spotters from being out at night. You know, if if you're at home and you see something while you're inside a safe building, that's one thing, if you want to make that type of report. But but getting out there on the roads, you know, it's so hard to see what's in front of you, let alone what might be sneaking up from behind.
0: Now, let's talk about warning people, because we do what we can here at uh, KNSS and and the television stations. They do a terrific job with the radars they have and everything. But uh, right. when something's coming up, there's, now there's uh, the last couple of several years, the social media as well. People have... It's programmed into your cell phone. Here it comes, right?
1: Right. Uh, The uh, social media is a great way to get and receive information as long as you're monitoring it. One of the things that's really helped with the high-end severe weather threats is the wireless emergency alerts that will come to your cell phone. So uh, they're geographically based. So if if your cell phone is anywhere in a coverage area of a tower that's uh, under a a very high-end severe thunderstorm warning or a tornado warning, things like that, you'll automatically get those alerts. So that's one of the things that we preach year after year, not just in this class but throughout the year, is that you have to stay informed to stay safe. You have to know what's coming your way and uh, have multiple ways of receiving that critical information, not relying on just the radio or television, because if the storm comes through in the middle of the night, nobody's coming to your house to turn on your radio or TV for you.
0: Last evening, Shelly and I were in Hayesville. Uh, My grandson has actually uh, purchased a home down there, his first home. And I talked with. Him. I said, "Reese, where do you go if there's if there's going to be uh, a storm?" And they have a spot in their in their home where they've, they've got it all ready to go. He's, I guess, I said, you know, they had a tornado up down here several years ago, and it was a dandy. So <laughs> yeah. it's best to be prepared. That's like the old Boy Scout slogan, "Be prepared."
1: Right? Absolutely. And we'll talk about that in the class too. Is is pre planning? You know, not waiting until the day of the the predicted tornadoes. To decide, oh, you know what, we'll have a good shelter here. I wonder what we should do. You need to be thinking about that now on the, on the call, uh, clear sky days and figuring out with your family, especially if you have kids. You know, if you're separated when the tornado warning strikes, you want to know, you want to have that confidence. Okay, we just talked this over with the kids. They know what to do. They'll be in the basement, that type of thing.
0: Yeah. Where are they? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Especially now, I to, I've got teenage grandkids running around and they're out in their cars. Or so We hope they're safe and they know, know what to do. All right, uh, so right. it's uh, six thirty tonight in Valley Center. Then uh, coming Thursday, you got one at Mount Hope, the Mount oh, Home yeah. and, and then after that, uh, we'll try to keep you posted every morning on where they are. And Cody, uh, sixteen years, huh? Well, you that's right.
1: You're getting kind of long in a the tooth there. It might be about well, it must be about time. For- I did the. Nu- <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep getting you off, Steve. I did the numbers the other day. This I've done three hundred and fifty-five of these classes and. When I get Valley Center tonight, I'll pass 8,400 students in attendance. So.
0: Oh, hi. That's some good numbers. <laughs> Very good. Cody, Hay. thanks. As always, we appreciate it, sir.
1: You bet. Thank you. Stay safe.
0: Cody Charvet with the uh, Sedgwick County Emergency Management. And again, that first uh, severe weather safety program of the county is tonight. Valley Center, 630 at uh, 314 East Clay.